You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. It was just surreal. It's like something you would see in a movie, only it's actually seem like happening. It's surreal. It, it's, it shouldn't be intimidating, yet it kind of was. I was kind of intimidated by it. Well, I mean, if they know what they're doing with anything, I mean, if anyone knows what they're doing with anything, it's kind of intimidating. I guess. If you fear, like, they could maybe harm you in some way. See, now I'm wondering, is like that what the new Street Tough thing is? Are yo-yos the new switchblades? I really don't think so. I think this might just be, you know, one I circumstance. I don't know. I'm telling you, it was a whole thing. It was a whole thing. I mean, were they doing, like, all kinds of crazy tricks? They like, were doing tricks at the same time I mean, as yelling. I guess they could be aggressive if they, like, hit you in the face or something. They were very something. aggressive. I was I was unnerved by the children. Hello, <laughs> this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. And of course, we are live here five days a week out of Portland, Oregon, and available via podcast all over the cyberwebs. Speaking of cyber, Sarah, I do want to remind everyone. Oh, God. We have our cyber mall at funemploymentradio.com. Well, we Sure do, Greg. I'm so glad that you were able to use the word cyber and twice in one Indeed, sentence. Indeed, it is my new thing. I use cyber for everything now. I'm bringing it back and bringing cyber back. And uh, of thirty course, years in the future, you're bringing yes, indeed. it back. Yes, that is me. And uh, of course, if you go to funemploymentradio.com, go there on the right hand side, you'll see a link to the cyber mall where we have all kinds of wonderful online sponsors that you can uh, click on and purchase away to your heart's content, like Amazon or Dollar Shave Club, which I I am a member of Dollar Shave Club. I did join. I know. You're very excited about I'm it. I'm telling you, dude, it's seriously so Which your face so is cheap. probably excited about it, too, because now you won't be nicking yourself. Yes. Don't use uh, cheap Bic razors that you buy at an airport because uh, they will cut your face. Oh, Nipples has a good suggestion, Greg. Instead of a podcast, we can call this a cybercast. Oh, see? All these things could happen. The Fun Employment Radio Cybercast. <laughs> I kind of like that, actually. I don't know. Now I feel like it's going too far. No, I think it's it's good to be a little uh, to differentiate. Now a that bit. you like it, I don't think I like it anymore. Wow, thanks, maybe, Dick. Maybe that's what it is. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. So also coming up here on this. Oh, there's show, another fan of Dollar Shave Club. It is. Go to funemploymentradio.com. Yeah. Click on the Cyber Mall. Then click on the Dollar Shave Club <laughs> link. Um, also coming up on the show here in just a little while will be Mr. Nathan Brandon. Oh. We love the Nathan Brennan. And he has the opportunity indeed. to have a big show coming up, so he's going to come in and talk about it. Yes. And, um, yeah, it's pretty exciting. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. Also, he just got a tattoo because it was on permanent comedy. I want to see this tattoo of his because this is his first I and only tattoo. I want to see where the tattoo is, know where the tattoo is first before I ask to see it. I don't think he got it, like, on his dick or something. Well, I, <laughs> that's two, that's two <laughs> dicks in the first, first like, five minutes of the show. Sarah's a bit surly today. Oh, uh, I know. I think, I think it's just because I'm nervous because of, of tonight because of my work stuff, which we'll talk about in a bit. I'm just... I'm kind of nervous. Okay. All right. Well, maybe that's it. And then I had nightmares last night, so that's why ah, so I didn't sleep. See, very I well. had I had one of those as well. I'll, oh, okay. I'll talk about this. You were in my dream. But before we get to that, though, so to explain what this was today, this this actually happened on the way on the way to the show here today because I was riding my bike and uh, this was probably only a couple of blocks away from my house. So I live near a high school, a local high school, and a local high school here in Southeast Portland, indeed. And so I was riding past it, and this is the scene. That was going on outside of there. So there were these three kids. They look, you know, and I have a tough time telling age, but I would guess these guys were like 16, 17. They look like older high school kids. They were kind of big guys. And all three of them had black yo-yos that they were 
pl- what yo-yoing? What's the right word? For I think it's yo-yoing. B- you know, just like when you're on a scooter, you're scooting. If you're if you're yo-yo, if you have right. a yo-yo, you're yo-yoing. Yo-yoing. I guess that's what you would yo-ing? call it. They're playing with a yo-yo. I don't know. All three of them were doing it at the exact same time, and while they were doing this, they were yelling at some guy who was walking by with a dog. Some guy who's not a high school kid. Just some guy. I don't know what the start of the altercation was. Right, so are these black? Yo- when you say black yo-yos, are like is the base of the yo-yo black and the string white, or are they all black? They were solid black yo-yos with white string. Okay, okay. Yes. And so all three of them had that, and they were yelling, all three of these guys, yelling at this dude with a dog who's like slowly walking away and yelling back at them. Now, was this a high school kid with a dog, or was it like an older person? No, it wasn't a high school kid with a dog. It was like some some regular person, I don't know, just some dude. It looked like he was in his 30s or something with a beard. It looked like every Portland guy okay. with, a, with a dog, and he's walking away from them, and I didn't see the beginning of the altercation, but they're just sitting there yelling at each other like, fuck you, man, fuck you, man, like yelling these things back and forth. But all three of them, during the entire time, are playing with these yo-yos. That is so weird. Like, aggressively playing with them or just, like, doing I mean, tricks while they're I guess, uh, yelling at him? I guess if you could aggressively play with a yo-yo, possibly, that would be the case. They weren't, like, throwing the yo-yo at him, but they were They were just bringing it up and down, you know, playing with them the entire time. And then I saw one they, dude... Were they, like, walking the dog? Yeah. Or whatever they, it is? I can't remember, like, yo-yo terms. There was, there's walking <laughs> the dog, there's rocking the baby or something like that, or I, I don't know. What, is that the right Is that word? when you kind of just, like, swing Teeter it back daughter? and forth? I, I'm not sure. Okay. I, just make, I just make up yo-yo terms. I haven't played with a yo-yo since I was a kid. Did but, you say rocking the baby? Rocking the baby? Isn't that the one where you, like, bring it up and then, like... Oh, that's, it, like, rocking the cradle. Rocking the cradle? I don't I know. I think so. Whatever. Shaking the baby, whatever you would call it. Yes, it's shaking. Shaking the baby. The baby. They were shaking the baby <laughs> with the yo-yo. But they they were doing this, and and I was wondering, like, is this like a new a new gang type of thing? Is this what the kids do now? Is this the tough thing? I don't is know. Like, it depends yo-yos? on if they're like wielding them as weapons, because um, yo-yos could be quite painful. Like, if they shot it at your face really fast, right. and, like pop you in the eye or something. Yeah. See, and I don't know. Maybe they hit this guy's dog or something. I, I don't know what happened. I don't know what the altercation was, but everybody was mad. So they didn't stop yo-yoing the entire time they, they were yelling at the, the guy with the dog. The entire time they were doing it, all three of them were yo-yoing. That is so weird. Yeah, it was. It was like something out of a movie. I don't know because I mean I think you know since the '90s that we grew up in are now like coming back for for the kids these days. Were you yo-yos could... popular in the '90s? No, and that's what I'm going to say. Yo-yos weren't popular in the '90s. Yeah, but I, I, don't I, I would this. picture them like hacky sacking or something <sighs> because that's what all like the people. At you know, all the guys at my hacky, school. Oh, did. yeah, yeah. There was the stupid lots, hacky sack. There were lots stuff. of, like, yeah, the stoner hacky sack. Guys. I attempted that for, like, a week, and I think I even bought a hacky sack. Oh, God. Did you strip over your own feet, and that was I it? I was not a good hacky sack. Yeah. It did not work out for me. I didn't like it. I didn't like anything about it, so I, I stopped doing that. But <laughs> I, I also, though, never got into the yo yos. So I don't know. I tried know. to yo yo. I could never, I, I wasn't a good yo yoer, but everyone knew somebody that was a good yo yoer. Yeah. Isn't that true? I, I don't remember I anybody. had a friend who was a good yo Like, not, like, like yo-yos that's their weren't thing? there. Yeah, it, w- it wasn't their life. <laughs> like, like, they're trying to find their identity. It's like, I'm going to be the yo-yo guy. No, but this I mean, how I, can I had a friend who was good at yo-yoing who wouldn't just, you know, he wouldn't, like, pull out the yo-yo every time and be like, look, check this out. But it was kind of cool when somebody could actually, you know, do the tricks. I guess. That seems yeah. like a lot of time to put into something to just be the good yo-yo guy. I don't think I'd want to invest that much Greg, time. Greg, we're in a cornhole league. A lot of people use a lot of their valuable time doing things that are probably considered pretty stupid. Yeah, but the cornhole league's just to just to drink beer. That's all that is. Yeah, but we also take it as a competition. And I mean, there are yo-yo competitions oh, and such. I, I still, I still don't think that would be the same thing. I, I do. I would not want to be the yo-yo guy. That's not something I ever wanted to be. You don't want that nickname. I don't want that nickname. I don't want to be identified as the yo yo. (laughs) Well, these guys apparently do. Not only one, but three of them. All three identical yo yos. So that makes me think it is clearly a gang. 
because they all had the identical Because yo-yos. you're old, and if there are three people doing something and <laughs> they're they teenagers, that's a there gang. There were three teenagers, <laughs> and they were very intimidating, yelling at that man with his dog. Were you just very like relieved that it wasn't them yelling at I'm you? I'm thinking about filing a complaint. Luckily, I was on my bike, so I could get away really quick. Oh, good. Yeah, but... Th- what if they had tried to like throw the yo-yo through the spokes of your like bike tires? Well, that's something to worry about Yeah, now. it is something to worry about. This is another thing that I have to... I have to worry about yo-yo toughs. Mm. The, the street toughs in the neighborhood with their damn yo-yos. I don't know. I you feel, never know. I you also, basically feel like a kid with anything in its hand is a weapon. I also feel like I'm an old, uh, like a 60-year-old man in 1948 or something complaining about the kids and the rock and roll and yo-yos. Yeah. Yeah, that's You kinda, basically sound like one. That's kind of how I, that's kind of how I feel right now. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it, it is. It's being asked if this is a Greg Rooney segment. <laughs> <laughs> Damn kids and their yo-yos. I don't understand it. Well, I don't know. Maybe that's a new threat in your neighborhood. I first think it the, is. First came the meth heads, and you did nothing. Then there was I, the, no, the rabid yo-yo gangs. I'm, I'm just going to hide from the yo-yo Yelling gang. at bearded men walking dogs down down the street. I know. I know. That's the thing. Like, I, I just, I don't. You could probably pop someone pretty good with a yo-yo. You probably could. That's what I mean. This could be, this could be the thing. This is the, the, they're the new switchblades. Do kids still have switchblades? I don't. I don't think so. I always wanted a switchblade. I bet you did. Yeah, You're, you should be lucky you didn't have one because you probably have significantly less fingers than you do now. Probably. Mm-hmm. I bought a. I bought a stiletto when I was in. Uh, I don't even Jamaica. know what that is. What, like a high heel? It's like a switchblade. Only I think. I think the difference between a switchblade and a stiletto is a switchblade when it falls out, it's like on a hinge, so it folds out like in the from the side, mm-hmm. and then a stiletto just pops straight out oh, at the end those? of the night. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I bought one of those. This was back when you could take weapons on planes, too, because I, I brought it on the plane. Wow. Yeah, I brought a stiletto on the plane, and no problem. No problem whatsoever. No problem at all. <laughs> Can't do that anymore. But yeah, so that... It's I, being questioned. They, uh, people are wondering if the yo-yo gang is rivals with the Slinky gang. I, I don't know now. I don't know That's what it is. That's true, because they both are kind of volatile, because I was going to say a Slinky gets stretched out pretty easily, but if you get a knot or a tangle in your yo-yo, game over. Yeah, it's true. It's being uh, pointed out in the live chat here at funemploymentradio.com slash live, where if you're a live subscriber, you can join in the chat. Uh, Aaron Duran is saying, Greg always struck me as a butterfly knife guy. Totally had a butterfly knife. Yeah. I did. But the problem is, I tried using it, but I cut my fingers so many times, I stopped I stopped trying to be that guy. Is that how you lost like the tip of, or how your, like, your fingers all deformed? Oh, no, my broken... It's not deformed. Well, it is deformed. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Yeah, no, that's from football, because I snapped the end of my finger catching oh, a pass, God. and then it... I didn't. I thought I just jammed it, and so I broke off a piece of the bone, and then it refused. So I never got it set. So now there's three bones in the end of my finger where there should be two. One of them's like snapped and it's refused. Oh wow! Yeah, you're magical. That's you have well, magic that's fingers. It's my magic finger. <laughs> I'll touch you with my magic finger. Uh, so anyway. That was the creepiest thing you've ever said. <laughs> Every day it seems like you say the creepiest thing you've ever would, said, and the next like, day you top it. Would you like to see my magic finger? Yes, that's what I'll, that's what I'll tell the kids. All right, so in. basically t- this morning you were already scared by high school kids. I was scared by high school kids with their damn yo-yos, because I don't understand it. I don't get it, but I, but I am fearful of it. Well, you probably should fear. Have a healthy fear of uh, today's youth. I, I do. Because now that I know about this. they don't give a fuck. Somebody should be doing a report on this kind of thing, mm-hmm. this activity. These aggressive yo-yoers. <laughs> this is true. Aaron said I almost bought Greg nunchucks for his birthday once, and Sarah asked me not to. That's I, very true. Uh, guess who had a pair of nunchucks when they were when they were young? Oh, and do you want to tell the story about how you hurt yourself with those? Um, I did. I hit myself in the head one time. Yeah, yeah. I was because I, I would can. use it to beat. I would use it to beat like a. Uh, I don't think your head can handle being hit too many more times. <laughs> I've hit my head a lot. I've hit my head a lot in my life. I admit this. I went to the hospital a lot. I was I was the ER kid. I went there four times. Five times, actually. Four times for splitting open the back of my head, once, once for the front, because of Steve Farley. 
when he slammed really the middle, his name was Steve Farley he slammed the middle door in my face God yes it was Steve Farley Steve Farley that bastard just like that bitch Teresa Miller who cut off all my hair see there we go yeah we don't hold grudges <laughs> we don't at all um, they don't even remember we exist but we remember their full names yes it's true <laughs> no but this uh, the the high school thing though uh, speaking of that because it does remind me of of the crazy dream that I had last night where you were involved in this all right did I beat you up no you didn't beat me up oh no wait I don't fight you Oh, okay. My... I was just asking. That why and, and if that were the case, why would I tell you that dream? I don't know. Oh, you beat me up again in my dream. No. <laughs> no. Just a typical Monday night. Oh, quick uh, quick reference back to the chat. I also had a slingshot as a kid. I had a lot of weapons. I, I had a lot of, lot of homemade weapons. What else is there to do in the country? Yeah. I also made homemade arrows. I had a homemade bow and arrow. Okay. And then I sliced my finger open with that, too. I hurt myself a lot. Um, mm. So but uh, this dream, this dream, though, was it was you and I, and we went back to my old high school in Independence, Oregon. And we were hired, but we weren't kids. We were hired to host a big event that was going on. Okay. And the event was this. Why they were involved with it, I have no idea. It was our job to host the show and introduce new kids on the block who were performing <gasps> at the event. That sounds like an amazing dream. It was Why did weird. you get the, the new kids on the block announcing the new kids on the block dream? Why wasn't that in my head? I didn't want it. Even in the dream, I was like, this is stupid. But, you know, they're paying us, so we're going to go do it. Because we were. it was a paid gig. So we went back there to introduce new kids on the block. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. How come you get my like my wonderful dreams? Like I would have loved that dream. I I don't know. It wasn't it wasn't a great dream, but it got better though. It got better because okay. after that, after introducing new kids on the block, I went back to we had a green room and everything. And in back in the green room, this is where it gets really weird, is where I remembered because I had forgotten that I had an alien robot. So it was God, an alien robot dream. It was an alien. It was an alien life form, but it, but it was mechanical. It was a robot, but it could speak. You know, it was it was intelligent, and it was like a little robot. And then it could, that had these like walker legs that you'd set it on top of the walker legs, and then it could walk around like a normal person. And the thing was, though, the government was after my alien robot, and so I had to help hide it. You did New Kids on the Block help? New Kids on the Block did not help. And by the way, you didn't help out either because you didn't like the alien robot. You thought it was stupid and you wanted the government to take That's it. That's a pretty long stretch. You wanted the government to you wanted the government to take it. So I can't believe that you were trying to ruin my New Kids on the Block night by showing me your stupid alien robot and I wanted it to be. That's pretty much away. how you were. Yeah. That's pretty much how you were. You were very selfish about the alien robot thing. So I ended what up. What was having his name, a, do you know? Uh I don't remember. I don't remember even if he had a name. He was just, and we were buddies. Me and the alien robot were buddies. We were pals. Of course you were. And it was my job to help protect him from the government who was trying to take him. He looked kind of like, kind of like a Johnny Five from Short Circuit. Oh, I'm so surprised with that A little as bit well. like that, only then he had like legs he could put on so he could walk around too. Okay. That's kind of how he was. Anyway, he was my buddy and you uh, kind of almost ruined the whole thing. So I had to go on the, on the lamb, if you will. And I was running around from this robot. You had to go on the land no, uh, with, your, with your robot from the government. With my robot pal. Did I stay and hang out with Nukas on the block? Yeah, you did something. I don't think... Yeah, probably. Yeah. I, I didn't I didn't follow you around in my dream. I probably would not want to run from the government with your stupid alien robot. I'm just saying it was pretty amazing, my, uh, my alien robot. Wow, well, your dream sounds better than mine. Yeah. I just had a dream that my teeth were falling out. Which oh, is like, I know that, that's, that's, a, that's a stress dream, That's right? a stress dream, but it was like a very vivid... Like sometimes, you know, like... I've had other ones where... You know, like where they fall out and that's like a tiny part of the dream. Uh-huh. But this one, like my teeth were actively falling out and I was standing in front of a mirror because you usually can't see yourself in the dream, you know? Yeah, okay. Like you don't really, like even yeah. if there's like a mirror reflection, you can't really see yourself. But in this one, I, I could I like... I don't know if that's true. 
for in my dreams, I can't see myself in my dreams. And when I do see myself in a mirror or something, I don't look like me. Oh, that's yeah. kind of creepy. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah, I, I don't. I wouldn't say that's a that's a norm across the board. Well, I, think I mean, that's nobody's dreams are. There's no such thing as a normal dream. Everybody's heads are different. What? There's well, no such well thing everybody's as a heads are different. Okay, I thought. Yeah, they're minds. Like, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, but my dream, like. Like, my teeth kept falling out, and I couldn't stop them, and it was awful. And I remember this one right here. It kept falling out, and I kept Sarah trying to, like— pointing at her teeth at my in case you couldn't too. tell. And I, I was trying to push it back in. It was so gross. It yeah, was so gross. And yeah, then my really dad gross. came up, and he's like, Sarah, what's wrong? I'm like, I don't know, Dad. My teeth are falling out. And he's like, all right, well, I'll take you to the dentist, and we'll get you some dentures. So you that got was, dentures? No, so I was getting ready to get dentures, and then, like, I kept thinking, and then, like, my tooth wouldn't stay in, and there was another little one that started growing. It was so creepy. It was the worst. And I woke up, and I was completely, like, out of it when I woke up this morning, and I really thought that my teeth were gone. Yeah, that's that's unnerving. No, and so I was like, I actually woke up, and I started, like, tapping my teeth. I'm like, oh, God, are they really there? Because I could see all of them missing. It's just, like, sockets from where my teeth were on the side. Gross. It was this awful. It was a gross dream. It was disgusting, and I could still see it. Yeah, and you're making fun of my alien robot dream. Well, at least you get a cool alien robot. I'm yeah, not making absolutely. fun of it. I'm saying it's kind of stupid, but, I mean, I had a horrible, like, fear dream. Yeah, well, that, that, that sounds awful. It was awful. Yeah. It was awful. Well, thanks. Now, that's going to be in my head, so that's probably what I'm going to dream about tonight. No problem. Great. But my dad, but I think what else was kind of, like, unnerving is that my dad was so, like, nonchalant about it. He's like, okay, we'll just go get you some dentures. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I guess later I go get dentures. Okay. This is what's happening now. Huh. All right. But I think I'm nervous. I think I'm nervous because tonight, the, I think my stress, well, there's many things, you know, money, blah, 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 everybody has their stresses. Right. But also tonight is my first night where I'm working by myself at the bar I work at. Yes, because we we do have side jobs, yeah. and uh, Sarah works at a bar, and uh, and so you're what you're. This is the first time that you're the only one there. This is the training wheels. This what, is this what, what is I, my training wheels are off. Tonight is the night where I am the main bartender. Yeah, but you've bartended before. Yeah, but I've always been second pickle. Like tonight is my night. Like I am actually going to be there. By myself. So you're going to pour beers and, and make by You know what? I just have this... Yeah, I mean, I could do that, but I mean, I'm afraid there are people that are going to come in and they're going to have all these fancy drinks and I won't have anybody to ask and be like, oh my God, what the fuck is in this thing? And then they can help me make it and then I don't know what to do. And there's probably going to be like some sort of like Tuesday bridal party that's going to come in and it's going to be all drunk bitches and they're all going to want like different flavors of Cosmos and they're going to be like really bitchy about it and then I'm going to get confused and flustered and sweaty. I wonder why I had a dream about my teeth falling out. I'm seriously, like, I was talking to my boss uh, today. I was talking to my f- our friend Derek, who's my boss. And he's just like, you realize that you are being ridiculous about this yes, right now. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. He is 100% correct. No, he took a screen cap of, like, our text messages back and forth. And he's just like, if I showed this to anybody, they would not think that you were stressing out about bartending. Yeah, it's they would think bartending. You were I know. I mean, it's, you know. I'm really good at schmoozing and shooting the shit and pouring beers and making, like, basic drinks. But when it comes to it, the only reason I'm nervous is the fancy drinks. Well, you don't work at a fancy place. <gasps> people, but you know what? That's the catch-22, is that people come to not fancy places and they try to act fancy, so they order shit. Like, all kinds what of... What do you think they're going to order? They order all kinds of stuff. Like what? Like, Name we one. have, we have like, a menu that is all kinds of, like, fruity, like, drinks, all different kinds so of So it's liquors. a menu that says everything that's in it, so all you have to do is no, read the, the menu. No, but people will come up and they'll be like, uh, I want to... Like for like a cosmopolitan, or I want. Uh, yeah, that's like a people, pretty standard drink, right? A cosmopolitan. It is, but I mean, people are whoever orders a cosmopolitan. A, what I found is a, they never fucking tip. B, they take a while to make, which is fine. But C, they're never even happy. I will make like the most perfect cosmopolitan, and they'll be like, ugh, and then they don't tip. Cosmopolitan people usually don't tip. That's a tip for me to you. 
Okay. So I'm just fearful that they're going to be like people because people can be mean, especially yeah. like when they like you know I've, you've heard my stories and I'm afraid that you know someone's going to come up and ask for some like completely obscure drink, and then I'm going to completely get it wrong, and then they're going to be pissy. So what's the worst thing that's going to happen? They'll ask for an obscure drink, and you'll be like, oh, I'm not sure how to make that. Let me look it up online, and then you make it. Is that that like basically the whole situation right there? That's what the whole the whole stress is about. Yeah, it's the whole. St- you have a phone with the internet. You can download like a. But then like they a, can see me. It doesn't matter so? because I could have like when I'm second pickle, like I could go and look at my app and look at it. But now there's going to be nobody. There's nobody else. It's just me, and I'm going to be like, oh, I'm sorry, patron at the bar. Let me turn around, go over to my cell phone, look like I'm being rude to you and texting someone. Really, I'm looking up the drink that I don't know how to make. Why don't you just say, okay, cool, yeah, I'll make that for you. I just have to double check what the ingredients are. You're, you're making people sound a lot nicer than they are. Yeah, well, so what? What are they What are they going to do? They get pissy. So? I mean, so what? What's the worst thing that's going to happen? Somebody's going to say something mean to you? Like, what would they say? What would they do that's, that, that's like a terrible, terrible thing? Mm. Like, oh, you suck. You're a lame bartender. Burp, 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 burp. All right, Rangi, except for you. I'm sorry. Let me specify by saying people who come to my particular bar who order Cosmos have never tipped me. Rangi, I know that you are a great tipper and you drink Cosmos. I can tell you I go to bars. I would not care. Well, A, I don't order crazy weird drinks, really. Uh, Most of it has like two ingredients, like a gin and tonic or something. And B, if I was to order a crazy weird drink, I wouldn't be offended if the bartender were looking up how to make it correct. See, because you don't under... As you've said before, I love this bar, by the way. I like working there. But sometimes the people that come in are not... Like in any place, in any establishment, it's just, you know, different kinds of people. Different... But that's that's the same... And what I found is the people who have the most difficult drinks... Because a lot of times people will order drinks and not even know what they are. And you can tell. They can just say they just say a drink because they've heard it before. Well, see, that's perfect then. They don't know if it's right or wrong. I know. Well, that's yeah, that's true. I mean, they're not going to know. Be like, "Oh yeah, no, that's what a, a Bellini is or whatever." No, you know, that's, a, name that's of a drink. exactly what it is. Yeah. All right. I'm going to calm down. Yeah, but I, it's, can it's we, so can much we take so this, that I had this my, down a level. I know, so much so I had my the teeth falling out dream. What the hell, man? Yeah, yeah. That's that's. I think uh, I don't know what you need to do there, but um, that's that's a lot of stress over. So Aaron's bartending. saying what you're saying, Sarah, is that I should show up tonight and order a Manhattan with North Ride and eat with a single Washington. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh my god. Do you know how to make that? Of course, I don't know how to make that. But I bet that's not too hard to figure out. I know how to make all the a lemon drop, a mojito, and a Manhattan. I know those. I know how to make those. Okay. Well, there you go. Just be like, here, this is this is your selection for tonight. It's lemon drops, mojitos, and uh, whatever the other one was. Yeah, that's the only thing that you can make. See, oh, it's like, exactly, this is the response that I fear, Greg. Look, Keelan wrote, don't fuck up my drink and expect me to pay for it. <laughs> that's exactly something, like, they'd be like, this doesn't taste right. Well, I don't want this. And then I've just spent, you know, a bunch of money on, you know, I've spent a bunch of liquor on it, and I've put, made it to the best of my ability, and then someone's like, Psh, that doesn't taste right. Well, how often is that going to happen? I don't know. You know, so that happens one time. Big deal. Is it really going to be that big of a deal if you can't make one drink? Or no. somebody doesn't like the taste of one drink? No, I just, I've, I've never, you know, that I don't really deal well with it. Like, because I, I, I work very, very hard. And sometimes, you know, you can work your fucking ass off and it's just still not good enough. Yes, that's, that's called life. Mm-hmm. That's the way life works. I know, works. and that's why I'm just kind of nervous. <laughs> All right. Well, I think you're. I think you're going to do okay. Oh, Keelan said. What? Oh, I want my bartender looking up shit so they make it right before that. Yeah. All right. Gotcha. Exactly.
All right. Well, I have the app. Mm-hmm. Did you I'm download the app uh, on your Metro PCS phone? I sure did, Greg. Indeed. Because and it works just speedily. Good. Uh, Metro PCS is, of course, one of our fine sponsors. And you can go to metropcs.com slash metro and find a location near you. Go in there and uh, get yourself a new phone. Let them know that you heard about them from Fun Employment Radio. Heck yeah. Hell yeah. And sever yourself from the chains of having to pay. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. $40 a month, flat rate, unlimited everything. Free yourself. And you can download all of the uh, mix apps that you <sighs> would possibly want. Okay, thanks, Greg. All, all right, of the I feel a little apps. bit better from getting it out. Thanks. Okay. Got it worked out? All right. Okay. Kind of. So if any of you know where I work, come and come hang out and order beer. I'd love to give you beer. <laughs> or a, a whiskey and coke. Or a vodka soda. Those things are those are the best drinks we have. That's there. it. Or mm-hmm. a, or a mojito or a lemon drop. <laughs> no. Those are the only things on the off the off. <laughs> Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Stillman. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. No, no, let me preface this by saying I am a good personality bartender. I'm very nice to talk. I might not know how to make every single drink, but I think I do pretty good. Okay. What do you think? Ch- sure. Yes. I mean, you've seen me working. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, I know you know how to talk. Because Edward's saying maybe Sarah should be more back of house. <laughs> you're so you're putting way too much into this. <laughs> you are really investing way too much energy and stress into this. So what, you're gonna be there for like two hours? I like the job. I don't want Derek to get mad at me and then fire me. <laughs> well <laughs> That's the worst that could happen. There you go. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. I don't see you kicking or s- kicking anyone or spitting in their drinks. No. Then I, I think it's going to be okay. okay. I think it's going to be all right. All right. Hello, my friends. My name's Eric. Still, I'm looking my world crazy. I don't know if I already said that. Now I just picture you though standing behind there and like dropping bottles all night and like. Will you oh, shut I'm sorry. up? <laughs> God Try to do some like cocktails stuff. Oh, I hate you. Like Tom Cruise, like start flipping them around, like roll the bottle on your finger. You should totally do that. Worst case, just get up on the bar and dance like Coyote. Edwin. <laughs> I'm not going to get up on our nice bar well, and that's dance. What's gonna, that'll, that's what'll take that'll care of it. Just drive everybody away. I'll be like, oh, sorry about the jig. I wouldn't. But need- check out this, and then put on, you know, like I don't, I don't know what, what would you put on to <laughs> dance to. Put on like uh, I wouldn't even know how to dance on a bar. Put on a what is that? I would do Mr. Roboto. I could do like Dom Alari. Just a good Mr. vibration, Roboto. and then you get up there. No, put on good vibration, then you I dance. Am a man. That's not a. Uh, that's not exactly. A I could dance to that. Coyote Ugly style dance. No, you got to do the Coyote Ugly. I'm re. I'm reformatting the Coyote Ugly style. No, no. It's gonna be all sticks all the time. No. All right. Uh, first up, speaking of beer, <laughs> a Florida man has been arrested and thrown in jail after he allegedly repeatedly called 911 to complain about his wife throwing away his beer. Oh. <laughs> well, that is a problem. Yes. So, Carlos Bueno, what's his name, was arrested. His in name's tra- Carlos Bueno? Carlos Bueno. It's kind of a badass name. It is, right? Carl Good. Carl Good. No. Carlos Bueno was arrested and charged with misuse of the 911 system for making false alarm uh, complaints after he allegedly called 911 not once, 
but seven times over the course of four hours to complain about his wife. Uh, When West Palm Beach police responded to Carlos Bueno's emergency call, he appeared intoxicated and told them that his wife had thrown out his beer and he was unhappy. (laughs) Now, when they... First show, this is the first phone call. Now, the officers advised uh, Carlos Bueno to not use 911 unless he was truly involved in an emergency situation. After they left, he then called 911 again and got into an argument with the operator and began yelling at the female outside, who turned out to be his wife, had broken two more of his beers. <laughs> he then called five more times. They did show back up, and the 49-year-old Carlos Bueno was arrested. Oh, man. Carlos mm-hmm. Bueno also sounds like a really bad uh, porn name. It does. Uh, Carlos Bueno. Oh, I do want to give a shout out to Katie in Texas. Thanks, Katie, for sending this story to me today. She's always looking out. She's got my back. It's nice. Mm -hmm. Cops in Texas are investigating an incident in where a woman allegedly hit her sister-in-law in in the face with a catfish. (laughs) (laughs) Officers were called to a residence early Sunday on reports of a disturbance in an apartment. Uh, They found three people inside of the apartment. So uh, Sergeant Mike Shirley of the Lufkin, Texas Police Department uh, said the argument allegedly started because a female put uh, a catfish in her sister-in-law's face. An argument then ensued between the woman and her brother, which turned physical, according to the brother. His sister then slapped his wife in the face with a catfish and told her to leave, which eventually worked because she did. I would leave. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be around. You hit in the face with the fish. Catfish are sharp. Those little uh, whisker things are sharp. Oh, yeah, that could be scratchy. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, Sergeant Shirley also added the woman had told police her brother um, was starting a fight with his wife. The brother claimed any marks on his wife were were from him trying to break up the fight between the two women and the catfish. Uh, No arrests were made due to lack of independent witnesses. Wow. That is is kind of intimidating. Catfish could be, uh, they could be, of course I'm intimidated by everything today. But uh, Our yo-yos, catfish. Yeah, all of it. You know, I met a guy (laughs) named Catfish Joe once. Oh, that's the coolest name ever. Yeah, he was this old guy. I went fishing in eastern Oregon with my dad. And uh, some, I can't even remember what lake we were on. It was a reservoir or something. But anyway, there was this guy there that had the side of his boat, this old man. He had it painted, custom painted, Catfish Joe. Oh, my God. Did on you the talk side. to him? Yeah, I talked to him. And his whole thing was, he knew where all the all the good catfish were. He knew the right spots. But I'm not going to tell any of you. That's my thing. But I'm famous around here. He told us how famous he was. Oh, wow. He was Just famous because he he's Catfish, catfish Joe on he, the side of his boat. He Catfish Joe and painted it on the side. He's like, yeah, I'm famous around these parts. Everybody knows old Catfish Joe. I'm like, all right, Catfish Joe. <laughs> now, I'm not going to tell Joe? you where it is. I'm not going to tell you where my spot is. That was my story about Catfish that Joe. That was real good. Yep. Thank you for being able to correlate a personal story mm-hmm. to my Catfish story. Catfish Joe. I appreciate it. Yep. Hey, Greg. People are just getting plastic surgery for anything these days. <laughs> Am I right? I'm going to cut that out of the podcast. Uh, more women. It is now a new study is showing that more women are now getting cosmetic treatments to make their left hands look better in engagement ring pictures. <laughs> okay. Wow. Yes, engagement ring. What are they doing to the fingers? Let me tell you, it's not the fingers so much as the hand. So women are getting self-conscious when they take their hand... I hate this word. Selfies. After they get engaged... Is that what you call that? Is that a selfie of a hand? I don't hand? know. That's what it says in the story. I'm just reading what Isn't the story just says. just a picture of a hand? It's just the when they take pictures of their hands. Okay. All right, so what happens is when women get engaged, of course, the first thing they do now is take a photo of the ring on their hand and send it to everyone they know. Now, a plastic surgeon, Dr. John Borkowski, 
says that uh, that women don't want to show their aging hands when they're showing off their bright and sparkly engagement rings. So well, women of they... all ages are turning to cosmetic surgery to com- uh, to improve the look of their own hands. Well, maybe they should have found a man when they were younger like they were supposed to. Plastic surgeon Dr. Bukowski goes on to say, we use filler materials to either uh, camouflage the visible tendons or veins in the hands, uh, adding that doctors can inject Restylane or Juvederm to make hands appear more youthful. So this, uh, the reason why this is becoming more popular is because of social media. More and more social media users are posting photos of themselves, causing them to become very critical of their own appearances. Uh, The entire procedure takes about a half hour. And lasts for a few months. However, you can get a more permanent option. So are they like bloated up? So they bloated up the... so you don't have any like veins in your hand or anything or any wrinkles. But then isn't the ring just going to get stuck on your hand? I think it's more of like the top of your hand than your fingers. Wow. And if, if you're looking for a more permanent solution, doctors can surgically use fat grafting to create long-lasting youthful hand looks. Fat grafting? You're going to graft fat <laughs> onto your hands? I don't, I don't get this. You can fat graft your hands. Brief story out of South Carolina. Well, I'd be a terrible hand model with my broken, weird finger. Yeah. With my magic finger. Yeah, uh, you'd be pretty bad. Yeah. Brief story out of South Carolina. A South Carolina woman has been accused of stealing a Bible as well as several pairs of socks and some cheese from a Walmart this past weekend. Socks, cheese, and a Bible. Yes. Her name's Frances Thomas, 33 years young. Oh, that's my age. Wow, she did not look my age. She looked like, I thought she was like 50-something. Frances Thomas of South Carolina was approached by a loss prevention officer at the Spartanburg, South Carolina store after an employee noticed her stuffing her Bible, or the Bible, into her purse. Uh, Walmart employees reported uh, Thomas to local police after they actually caught her putting the Bible, as well as the socks and the cheese, into her purse. She was booked into Spartanburg County Jail for shoplifting and released later that evening. All of the items, including the Bible that says, Thou shalt not steal, <laughs> were recovered. Wow, you're really full of them. Today. I am, like, full of it. To Seattle we go. A Seattle man was booked in the King County Jail for investigation of reckless burning after he allegedly was caught burning a bag of his own feces behind the Seattle Police Department's East Precinct. <laughs> The 31-year-old man was allegedly burning his poop in a paper bag on Sunday morning in an alley behind the precinct when officers went over to investigate the smell. Doesn't he know he's supposed to light it and then run away? (laughs) Well, the blaze, which is about three feet away from the trash bin stuffed with trash and paper, was quickly extinguished. Uh, The 31-year-old man admitted to starting the fire and told police, quote, he had taken a poop and was trying to burn the poop away. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the man also claimed to police he was unaware it was illegal to burn bags of feces behind police stations. <laughs> <laughs> well, the poop fire was put out, and it's I'm unsure. Oh no, he was booked. An investigation of reckless burning. Just trying to burn my poop, officer. <laughs> I'm just plowing through these today. That's what she said. In Moscow. A Russian court has ruled that a teenager who has been accused of theft can be treated as an adult based on the size of his genitals. What? <laughs> I did not expect that. <laughs> yeah, I know okay. you didn't. A teenager, a teenage man who claims to be 13, was accused of stealing a cell phone back in March. Now, Tomas, this is the name of the kid, who is from Ukraine but came to Moscow to live with his aunt, denies taking the phone. 
Now, there was apparently some dispute about the boy's age because he was claiming to be 13, which means he wouldn't be tried as an adult. So at 16 in Russia, you were tried as an adult. Okay. So he claimed to be 13. So there was apparently some dispute about the boy's age. So a medical examination of Tomas's genitals was conducted by prison doctors. Now, after the <laughs> thorough examination, it was concluded that the gen- that these were the genitals of a man between 16 and 17 years How? old, and not of a 13-year-old, and therefore legally viewed as an adult. Based How on do that they de- know this? What was the uh, scientific? I don't know. Based on that decision, the Where's court was able chart? to put Tomas behind bars. So that means if you're like well endowed, 30, but you have a really small penis, you can get away with anything. Yes, Greg. That's exactly what it means. <laughs> that means that's, a, that's an 11-year-old boy's penis. There's no way you could be tried as an adult. Oh, Simone brings up a good point. Can they check his teeth or something? Maybe they did check his teeth, and this story just decided to focus on his genitals. Because this just says, and I quote, A I, Russian court has ruled a teen who is accused of theft uh, can be treated as, as an adult based on the size of his genitals. <laughs> and finally, I do have one last story. I don't know if you saw the pictures of this yesterday. I did. Uh, At a Jackson, Tennessee. A Tennessee bride is drawing criticism from all over the country after she was photographed and videotaped dragging her one-month-old daughter down the aisle on the train of her wedding dress. I heard something about this. this? I didn't see... I didn't watch any video. Now, the daughter is fine. This woman's name is Shauna Carter-Brooks. And she really, really wanted her daughter, Aubrey, to be a part of her wedding ceremony. She wanted to tie her into the wedding ceremony, if you will. So she tied her to her dress instead and hauled her down the aisle. Uh, According to Shauna Carter-Brooks, her daughter was awake and well-secured to the dress, as well as covered in Christ during the ceremony. Uh, So this is Shauna Carter and Jonathan Brooks. Apparently, the people who were at the wedding didn't have any problem with this, but as soon as the pictures of her dragging a baby on the train of her dress down the aisle uh, hit the internet's of course, people were not that stoked about it. So uh, she decided to go online as the smart woman she apparently seems to be. And she wanted to talk back to the haters. She had to be like, hey. Oh, that's always a good idea. Yeah. So she was. So she's like, she feels fully comfortable with the fact that she put her one-month-old daughter on the train of her dress, attached her to it, and dragged her down the aisle. So uh, Shauna Carter-Brooks answered her critics on Facebook by saying this. The answer is we do what we want for as long as we want as Jesus on our, with Jesus on our side everything worked out fine and is going to continue to be fine. This is in hor- this is horribly written so I'm trying to fix it as I'm going along. Okay. Our 1 month old was awake and well secured on my train. Most important while y'all got your feelings in us, we have our hearts in Christ which covers all. So she's y- basically saying y'all, she could- y'all got your feelings in us, in us, we had. I think basically she's saying that Jesus was watching the baby attached to her train of her dress, so there would never have been a problem. Okay, well that makes sense. So keep your mouths shut. Uh, keep your mouths running for it. Uh, it was just that exclusive and epic enough. We made top news from a small town in Ripley, Tennessee, and the social media thing doing what we do. So keep it, talking. It, she's saying that it's all worked out because Jesus protected the baby in the train, and now she's famous on social media. Gotcha. Okay, thank you for the interpretation. No problem. I didn't understand what exactly that was. No. Uh, Suman is bringing up a good uh, good fact. It, it is being pointed out the Bible does not say it's wrong to attach your baby to your dress and then drag it down the hall or the aisle. Okay. So, I mean, honestly, ethically, you know, Bible-wise, she, she's, in the eyes she's of the still- Lord... 
She's still okay then. She she didn't. Well, it doesn't specifically say in the Bible that you can't drag your baby well, down the aisle. That's on the a train point. Of your dress. That is a point. So there you have it. And that, my friends, is your world of crazy. Awesome. Should we take a quick break? Let's do it. All right, let's take a break. Oh my gosh, I think our our amazing guest is here. I believe he I, may be I'm arrived. pretty sure that he's here because I'm looking at him. <laughs> so, <laughs> All right, let's take a quick break. I don't break, want to give it away. <laughs> and we'll be back here in just a well, minute. In just a minute. With more Fun Employment Radio. Yes, more Fun Employment Radio is, what is coming that, up. What is that, Are you? On, on morefunemploymentradio.com. Oh, there we go. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. What's up, guys? It's the world champion, Judah Friedlander. You're listening to Greg and Sarah on Fun Employment Radio. Why? Because you're a hero. Yeah. Yeah. All of you. Yeah. We're all heroes. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. I got to say, there is uh, one person in this room okay. who's had Damon Wayans tweet at him, you're funny. Oh, wow. And it's not Sarah He wrote that to me? Oh. No. no. I'm sorry. It wasn't you. <laughs> it wasn't you. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Nathan Brannon. Hello. Hello. That was so cool. Yeah. And it's like on a public forum so everyone can see that he's writing <laughs> to you and saying, like, uh, you're funny. Except for my mom because she doesn't have Twitter. So now I have to explain <laughs> Twitter before I tell her what's going on. It's not even cool after that. How does one even explain Twitter? I don't even know how I would describe that to my mom. Yeah, I, I don't Everyone know either. Everyone just like talks at each other, and then like <laughs> you're supposed to like each other's stuff and like write to each other. I just started explaining text messaging. And <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a year long process. Yeah. yeah. Then at the end, <laughs> and Damon Wayans also said I was funny. So, <laughs> well, and the reason. <laughs> well, and the reason he said that was because you opened for him last week. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So how was that? He's, yeah, it was awesome. It was great to watch him work. Uh, and then, like, he's just a class act. He's really cool. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, so it's, he, he like, he puts you at ease really fast so, like, you don't feel nervous. And then it didn't matter how well I did uh, <laughs> in my <laughs> set. Like, you would just watch him and he would just destroy the room. So it was it was really cool. I oh, learned a lot. Neat. So. Yeah. Oh, I can only imagine. Does he do like any like characters or anything, or is mm-hmm. he just does he? It was really cool because he did them like uh, they were kind of split up. He would do some stand up, and then he would go into a character, and then like do some more stand up. It was it was pretty cool, like nice and even. Nice. Does does he do like characters from like movies he was in, or like characters that he's making up on the fly? Uh, I I don't know if he was making up new characters. I know I saw like Major Pain and, and Homie the Clown. Nice. Oh those god, like, those are Greg's oh, dreams to see. Oh hell yeah. <laughs> and see, the whole the... audience went nuts like every time. <laughs> it was so awesome. That's amazing. That was the thing, yeah, cuz it was like I like I grew up watching that guy like laughing yeah. my ass off before I knew what comedy was. Totally. Yep. And it's uh, it was crazy. Wow, how surreal! Because you've opened for a lot of really well-known and like well-respected comedians at this point. <laughs> yeah, I was saying, uh, like, yeah. After that last weekend, I've opened for the whole cast of a uh, Blank Man. With, uh, <laughs> yeah, was uh, Tommy Davidson in that too? Or? Oh, was he? Uh, I don't know. Oh. I don't know. Or no, David Allen Greer was. Yeah, David Allen yeah. Greer was, uh, and I opened for him uh, way back. <laughs> so I was like, oh, this is great. <laughs> oh, that's pretty cool. You, can, you should put that on your resume. Yeah, no. <laughs> the, entire, like, the leading cast of Blank Man. <laughs> Preferred opener for Blank Man in Portland. <laughs> you like Blank Man? You like You'll love Nathan Brennan. <laughs> well, you have you have a million other things going on too, including 
what you wanted to talk about today, which yeah. is your show that's coming up. Yeah, yeah. So this uh, is a big deal. This is pretty cool. Yeah, explain explain this show. It's a really cool idea. Okay, explain so, this show yeah, to me. No. <laughs> uh, well, well, basically, it's it's not a comedy show. It's it's mainly a, like a showcase for for different kinds of artists, a whole bunch of different mediums from around town. It's like for a chance. It's a chance for everyone to get together. And kind of showcase what they can do, and, and network, and, and show Portland what they can do, all at once at, at the at one single location. You know, cool. Like, so it's a whole I, bunch of different things happening. Yeah. In so one it's almost time. like a variety show. Yeah, but it's it's yeah, but it's got like a festival feel to it because there's stuff going on all over the place. So you'll have uh, a runway stage. So you got fashion designers and makeup artists uh, showing off their their stuff, and then you have uh, like stage acts like me and some uh, singers and things but wow. at the same time you have a lot of photographers with their artwork up around uh, the venue so like you can you can move around you can check out what's going on on stage you can also you know check out other people's uh, like video projects and, and stuff like that so you're not you're not feeling like you're tied down to looking at one performance you get to sample uh, like a little bit of everything what so is it all happening at the same time mm-hmm. well it's yeah it's it's all scheduled so like the, gotcha. the stage acts are, are kind of scheduled and then uh like the stationary things like all the photography and art and paintings and stuff like that are just constantly up so you can just get up and walk around and, and check it out and it's it's yeah it's like a, a big festival more than anything like a well a small festival in a venue. So is this okay. something in Portland? Because I'm looking at the mm-hmm. website. So it's, it's rawartists.org. And if you want to look at Nathan's specific show, it's hash, er, slash Nathan Brannon, N-A-T-H-A-N-B-R-A-N-N-O-N. Yeah. And it's uh, the company, they're all over the country. Like they do tons of different cities. They do yeah, these except same I've showcases. heard of raw artists before. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I, I guess I didn't understand what it was. So that's really cool. Yeah. I, th- I think it's a really cool opportunity to, for people because. I think every artist deals with this. Uh, at some point, you get to a point where you start creating, and you're just like, "Man, I wish more people could could yeah. check this out." And I wish like like-minded people would check it out, and we could bounce off each other. And this is a perfect opportunity for all that. And uh, well, and, and I would think it'd be good for you too, uh, just because you know there's people from all different kinds of arts that maybe don't go see comedy or maybe haven't seen you. Yeah. You know, they're a fan of fashion, but then they get to see Nathan Brannon and, you know, yeah. and find, discover you. I've already met some some videographers, uh, like some some fashion designers and, and things like that. Like Awesome. Bouncing different ideas, so who knows, like, what... <laughs> That's so what'll, cool. What'll come of it uh, later on. So. Wow, I'm looking at this right now. This is a really interesting grouping of people that are all yeah. going to be there. It's all, like, film, music, photography, art, dancing, makeup, performing mm-hmm. art... And so this is all Fashion. happening at the Bossa Nova Ballroom here in Portland. Yeah. yeah, and it's it's I believe it's from six thirty to eleven thirty. So like you don't have to stay the whole time. But like you buy your ticket and you can come and go as you want. Check out what oh, you want. Oh, cool. Um, I believe I'm doing two sets. I'm the, I'm the only comedian uh, <laughs> on the bill, so I think I'm doing one at eight and then one at like nine twenty-five or cool. something like that. So you That's can come awesome, and go. And, yeah, I I, I really. Think it's a cool idea, and then uh, so in your hometown, that's the thing. I have to sell twenty tickets, so that, like they're hoping everybody can uh, sell twenty tickets, so you pay for the venue and all that stuff. So oh, you yeah. don't have to worry about. Uh, so people can support you by going and clicking that to buy their tickets. They can yeah. go to uh, rawartist.org slash Nathan Brandon. Yeah, yeah. And then that way that counts toward you. And then if you get those twenty tickets, then you're good yeah. to go. And then if I get those twenty tickets, uh, I think. Uh, 
let's see. Oh yeah, yeah. So if I sell those twenty tickets, then I get to be on the you know not the, only this showcase, but also I can I can go other places in the in the country and do another one of their showcases. Oh, awesome! Like All right, so this is a big deal. Yeah, and it's a lot of fun, and I think. It's a great experience for everyone. It's a, it'll be a perfect like date thing too. Yeah. You know? like, well, it does uh, say fashionable attire. Do you know what you're going to wear? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Whatever's clean, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's comedian fashion. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's true. Yeah, you can get away with anything. I know. I was just watching an episode of Louis where he shows up at uh, like Seinfeld asks him to open for him for like some black tie affair in the Hamptons, and he's just like wearing jeans and a t-shirt. And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm a comedian. It's fine. Where's my nicest hoodie? Mm-hmm. This one. The zipper still works. Yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah, this does look like it would be a fun date thing. And I like Bossa yeah. Nova. And, uh, yeah, and after uh, I get those 20 tickets sold, I'm going to work on, on getting some comp tickets, too. So if you want to buy uh, a ticket and stuff, get a hold of me. I'll, I'll see if I can get you a ticket for your date and all that good stuff. No, oh, nice. I'm working cool. on it. <laughs> all right, well, I mean, and for all of the stuff that's happening, this is very affordable. So it's 15 bucks online beforehand, mm-hmm. $20 at the door. Uh, 21 yeah. and over. So if you're under 21, you're out of luck. But yeah. uh, I will purchase a ticket right after this show. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Yeah. Rawartists.org. All right, and we did also want to talk to you. So you were just featured. So we had uh, Todd, Todd Armstrong in last week, and he was talking uh. about permanent comedy how you were the guest on this week's or months however often he releases them on, on this latest episode yeah and you got yourself a tattoo i sure did what did you get let me see I got, it. uh it's uh it says find a way it's on my arm oh that's Basically. cool nathan yeah okay so what's the meaning behind that uh well it's just kind of a, like a motto it, like yeah. especially doing this like there's no rules for the right. most part, you know. Nobody can tell you, oh, you do this and you'll get there. Right. Like it's like, and he might. The, the most anyone can tell you is just you got to figure it out, find a way how to do it. And so, like, I try to live my life by that. Like, whenever there's something that needs to be done or a place I need, I want to be. Like, it's never going to be just laid out for you. You have to figure it out. Like, yeah. There's always tools and pieces and puzzles all over the place. You got to figure out how to put them together and. <laughs> no, that's right. a valid yeah. point. I mean, that's yeah. like us doing, you know, this as a job. Like, we had no fucking blueprint. Yeah. yeah. We didn't know there what is we were no doing. Blueprint. There is no blueprint for us yeah. to follow. It's like, oh, let's follow exactly what's, like, everyone's different in everything that they do. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times, especially, like, uh, well, not just, like, in this country and stuff, but, like, we, we get so used to things being easy and, and expecting other people to, to kind of take care of it. Yeah. You know, and it's... Like, like for instance, like my car, I never take it to a mechanic. I just sit there and mess with it till until I, I got it fixed because I can't <laughs> afford it. So you got to... Oh, that'd be dangerous for me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I am so Well, that's so what you bad. do, though. You've tried to fix your own lawnmower. You've <laughs> tried have, to do all kinds of things. I am completely inept when it comes to mechanical things. I am so not mechanically inclined. Me too. Yeah, I, I mean, I know... broke. That, that too. <laughs> I know how to, on a car, I've known how to fix fix a clutch... And I know uh, an that's alternator. A, that's huge. Yeah. 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 That's really because huge. they've gone wrong so many times on my car that I had to do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that's that's why. the thing. Yeah, yeah. You have to sit and figure it out. You buy the manual. Or, and yep. And then do it just, yourself. Yeah. But I have an oil leak right now. No idea how to fix that. I have no clue what to do about. Good, about that's what the internet's are for. You can find it on there. Yeah. Well. Okay. Yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. I could. I could. I use heard Google. you put syrup in there. It makes the oil <laughs> thicker. It and congeals. It won't leak. Yeah. <laughs> and then it can't come out. <laughs> there some you go. Of, make some sort of jello. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the way you can support Nathan, go to rawartist.org slash Nathan Brandon. Yay! And we'll be there. So yes. We hope to see you guys there. Absolutely. In my fashionable attire. I'm already nervous about what I'm gonna. 
Yeah, see, I'm a little nervous about that, too. I do have a nice sport coat, though. I've got a good sport Just coat. Just by the fact that you called it a sport coat. <laughs> isn't that, isn't know, that still what you call them? It's like a, like a jacket, like a fancy... It's a sport coat, right? I don't I know. I have no idea. I don't know. Well, you guys are like the blind leading it's, blind it's, over there. It's got a collar. <laughs> sport coat reminds me of something from like Saved by the Bell. Like, <laughs> like, that sounds like a, like, a, like a fancy term for a hooded sweatshirt. <laughs> it's my sport coat. <laughs> yeah, why would, it be, why would that be called a sport coat if I don't it's know. not for sports? <laughs> yeah. That doesn't make any sense. I, I just thought that's what, it's, what it was called. It's the only jacket that will fit over my shoulder pads. <laughs> See, that's the problem. If I show up there and there's all these fashion people and I'm talking about my sport coat, I might look kind of ridiculous. I don't know if I can... <laughs> yeah, maybe you shouldn't bring it up. Just try to blend in. <laughs> Try to enunciate. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you yes. like my sport? How <laughs> you feel about my sport coat? <laughs> yes. Oh, don't I ask love anybody fashion in fashion well. what they oh, think yes, of your clothes. Uh, I like your dresses that you're uh, showing there. I, I myself would a fan with a, a good sport coat with a nice collar cut. I don't know what that means. <laughs> wow. But I could say those things and maybe I could blend in. I'm going to see if I could break into the, run, the fashion part. And, uh, You're going to break into fashion yeah, just, or into the fashion part? Look at that guy with his cut-off shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you could ask one of them if you could borrow some of their like fancy fashion clothes. You'll end up with some like something with like weird like glow-in-the-dark fucking like triangles on it, <laughs> all like off the shoulder. <laughs> yeah, but they make them. They make them for the models, though, right? Like I would never like. But they're all man ripped, models. <laughs> like, this is just a bunch of holes that I've done three hundred dollars worth of damage on this. <laughs> That's true. The models are all like, you know, size negative ten. Yeah, no. I know. <laughs> I was. Yeah, I saw like. Stuff. <laughs> yeah, a few of the guys are all like, they're ripped. It is just like, oh my gosh! Please don't let them not be anywhere near the stage. While I'm, like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be talking about how I eat donuts, and then they're over there doing curls. And <gasps> oh, they're like <laughs> silently judging. They're like, oh, he's <laughs> yeah. talking about eating carbs. That's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> that she's never even tasted cereal. Celery. <laughs> <laughs> Sure haven't. Never will. <laughs> oh, yes. Well, donuts. We do have your segue. We do have Nathan's copy of his Voodoo Donut recordings, uh, Voodoo Donut, with yeah. uh, Ian Carmel. Mm-hmm. So you're on. So Ian's on one side, you're on the other yeah. side. Yeah, so we're uh, we're both on it. I haven't heard his yet. I guess I don't have a record player, but... Uh, <laughs> well, but I yeah, do. I'll, be, uh, I'll have those uh, there, too. Uh, <gasps> awesome. All the records and stuff, so if anyone wants to grab one. Nice. Hell yeah. So you have your own like setup. You'll have your little area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We'll uh, be. Are you gonna have some away. of your eye blackout stuff? Uh, probably some albums. Not so much like shirts and all that good stuff. Yeah. I wish I gotta. <laughs> I still have my koozie. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep, I use it at home. Drink Although it. it looks a little suspicious when I'm like have a beer in it and it just says I blackout. <laughs> like no, I'm okay. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> well, and if anybody wants to hear your comedy, you're on Spotify, right? Yep. Spotify, awesome. hot damn radios, Pandora, all that good stuff. Hell yeah, go listen to them and then uh, pick up a ticket to the show because mm-hmm. this is awesome. Yeah, I'm gonna be doing different stuff like uh, the stuff I'm working on for my next album uh, at the showcase. So come check it, listen to the album, the the first one, and then come check out the new stuff. Awesome. Hell yeah. Well, Nathan, we always love having you in. Thank you for coming uh, and hanging I love out being with us. Sleep under this table if I can. <laughs> you. And we'll put a link at uh, funemploymentradio.com too. Yes. So you can go to this episode and there'll be a link directly to it to rawartists.org slash Nathan Brandon. Pick up your tickets and then go see Nathan. This is uh, episode 1118. 1118. Which is not... Wow. I, I will not mislabel this one today. <laughs> it was an I issue kinda, yesterday. I never forgot about that. Like, why isn't the show loading? Oh, because I'm fucking stupid and can't add. <laughs> Just keeping realize. you on your toes, America. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> oh, our friend Keelan in the chat says, yep, I have a Spotify playlist of Nathan. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Up, awesome. Um, 
Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Yep. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in wherever and however you listen. It is so awesome that you do so. <sighs> Wish me good luck on my first day. I'm bartending by myself tonight. I've had my training wheels on till tonight. Yeah. <sighs> you got it. It's going to be some fucking bachelorette party that shows up and wants all <laughs> fruity drinks and shit. <laughs> They're going to be drunk, though, so it won't matter. You're the bartender. You're the expert. Just assert confidence and be like, no, that's how it's made. That's exactly how no, it's made. No, you're wrong. I don't know what shitty places you were going to. Uh, no, <laughs> gin and tonic make- means vodka and soda. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> the splash of uh, cranberry. <laughs> wow. Really? You should learn a little bit before you come in here. <laughs> Get a little classier, okay? <laughs> Cut you off. <laughs> that's true. I do have the yeah, power. <laughs> Cut everybody off who disputes what you do. Or who orders a drink uh, actually, I don't know I, how to make. I ordered a Sierra Nevada, not a Coors Light. You're cut off. <laughs> if you can't tell the difference, you've had too much. <laughs> there you go. That's your solution. That is a great solution. Yeah. Get out of here, deadbeat. <laughs> All right. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much. We will be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Thanks, my bud. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.